Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that has to get to the chopper, codename Legion Cub. And holy potatoes, do we have a ton, a ton of stuff to talk about tonight. Um we're just going to go as long as we need to go. This this is probably going to be another jam-packed uh, bonus-length episode because you nothing guys... Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing's going nothing's on. Yeah, going nothing's on happened in the, the last two today. weeks. No big deal. We're just and, winging it. And we have nothing planned for the next week, so, you know. So, uh, yeah, right. Nothing going on at the <laughs> end of the week either. Good gosh. Yeah, I spent all day today, literally got up 7.30 a.m., uh, went and walked and spent the whole rest of the day getting stuff together for this weekend. Uh, we have got everything for the game show is, and, and for, uh, you know, we talk about the game show, we're doing the big Joe game show Saturday night. It has been moved to Saturday night at 8 PM at Joe fest. And it's not like you're going to sit and look at a video screen and we're going to ask you questions off of cards. Uh, we have interactive props like double dare prices right style uh that you will be using you the contestants there in person at joe fest uh to play games and win prizes so i got together all of the props everything is done our uh head techno viper oz did a fantastic job putting everything together uh i have got all the shirts which i'm going to show you later on uh, just all day, just working, working, working. And then on top of that, all the news that we've got to talk about. So guys, it's, uh, we're jam packed, but we're ready. So you are watching this on the needless things, YouTube channel. Uh, the review of the new rock and roll classified figure is up there available. Now, uh, other toy reviews all the time. You guys know how it works. You can follow us on Instagram at audible interlude podcast, where you can take part in things for the show. Later on in this episode, we'll be doing a segment called sound off where we took uh, suggestions from Instagram as to what we're going to talk about on the show. And I did make it clear this week. I was like, guys, we're already going to talk about the HasLab. Don't, <laughs> don't ask about that. Although we've got a few things about the HasLab. Uh, which are pretty good. We had a lot of good sound offs this time too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Th thanks. Thanks guys. We're like, we didn't already have enough to talk about. <laughs> we got more sound off responses than we've gotten in weeks. So, uh, but we, I seriously, we do appreciate that. And the interactivity, the engagement is awesome. Uh, the audio version of this episode will be available this Friday. So you can listen to it as you drive to Augusta for Joe fest. We will be live at Joe Fest uh, hosting the kickoff panel Saturday morning at 10.15 a.m. in the Lamar room. Uh, that will be recorded, and the audio of that will be available on June the 16th. Then on June the 19th, our next live stream will feature none other than Hooded Cobra Commander 788, who we will be hanging with at Joe Fest. Look forward to seeing him. Uh, and then Cobra Convergence begins in July. Noel, tell us about Cobra Convergence. 
Cobra Convergence is a collaboration of uh, a lot of initially just YouTubers, uh, started, of course, by Hooded Cobra Commander 788, along with several others, uh, and has been expanding year by year. Uh, last year, for the first time, we got to participate with our review of uh, the episode um, uh, Cobrathon. Um, and uh, this year, we're looking forward to doing our second year with it. And we got something good to drop on you here sometime next month. It's next right. month already. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's unbelievable that we're in June. Uh, we've got Rich Murphy in the chat, Matthew Comstock, Christmas Ape, how fortuitous indeed. Um, well, live on the launch day of the Dragonfly Haslab. Great planning. Yes. Yes, we did that. That was that was us. Uh Kevin Riddle, what's up, guys? And chat, Craig Dukas, double dare style. Better bring the knee and elbow pads, kids. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be uh, demanding a lot. The physical challenges are intense and real. Matthew Comstock with the super chat. Thank you so Woo! much. Uh, anything that anybody contributes during these live streams all goes back into the show, whether it's merch, uh, whether it's travel, whatever the case may be, it all goes back into giving you the best audible interlude that we can. Uh, let's see. Ritz Murphy, looking forward to meeting you guys in person on Saturday. Absolutely. We cannot wait to see all of you guys, everybody that's able to get to Joe Fest. We're super stoked to see everybody like come up and say, hi, uh, you know, me, I'm going to be an audible interlude gear like all weekend long, but you know what these guys look like too. So say hi, we'll hang out. We're there to have fun, to have a great time and to put on the kickoff panel and the big Joe game show. Craig Dukas, look at this in the super chat with the foam finger. We need, do we need audible interlude foam fingers? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Rachel, what is happening? All right. Got to get back to business. So, uh, Cobra Convergence in July, our day is July the 16th, which is a Sunday, but we're going to be doing a live stream that day uh, with our special plans TBA that's to be announced. Uh, Joe Fest, we've already talked a little bit about Joe Fest, the Big Joe Game Show, Saturday night at 8 p.m. in the Olmstead second level, which I took a look at the floor plan, and I can't totally figure out where that is but we will put up a video uh, telling you exactly how to get there uh, when we get it on Friday. Our kickoff panel, like I said, Saturday morning at 10.15 in Lamar. Uh, excited about everything going on at Joe Fest. I highly recommend everybody check out the Joe Fest Facebook page, the Joe Fest event page, and then JoeFestUSA.com has a great list of all of the vendors, all of the guests. Uh, you do kind of have to utilize all of the resources to get the full picture but it's it's just an amazing time if if you're down there just saturday and sunday you're gonna have a great time but we like to go down friday and i mean make a whole weekend of it there's plenty to do for the whole weekend and augusta is nice isn't augusta nice very nice this will town. Be my first time and the, oh the, nice and the weather we've been having here in georgia the last couple of weeks i really hope it it stays because it's Nice little breeze from the river and everything. So it's a the weather's usually really nice in Augusta. Well, that's I'll be getting up at 7 a.m. uh Saturday and Sunday to go walk uh on the river walk or boardwalk or whatever they call it there. Uh so if anybody wants to uh get up and have a little physical fitness in the morning, <laughs> uh we'll be doing that. I, I like to do uh three miles. Can, can you get day. Sergeant Slaughter to uh to get everybody to march? 
Oh, I'm sure we can absolutely manage that. No problem at all. Uh, so I, I, we had intended to spend a little more time running down Joe Fest on this episode, but we have so much other stuff to cover. Uh, and we did talk to Ed uh, from Joe Fest on the last live stream, which you can get the audio of that wherever you get your podcasts. So Joe Fest is imminent. It's going to be awesome. If you're any kind of Joe fan and, and can get to Augusta, I highly recommend it for for the guests, for the dealer room, for the entertainment, for the lobby swap, which I'm so glad we're not competing with the Friday night lobby <laughs> swap anymore. Uh, it's just an awesome time. Uh, okay, so th- here's one more thing we'll talk about. Uh, let's see. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We got to check back in. Uh, Rachel, it goes well. Happy Yojo Ju- Happy Yojo June. We didn't miss that. This is, uh, this is our, or did miss that. This is our first June episode. Um, did all three of you get a dragonfly? I absolutely ordered mine the second I was able to, which is, which was right as the live stream went up because it was actually on pulse before the live stream went Mm. up this morning. Uh, but yes, uh, I've got mine ordered already. You guys not yet, but I, I will be, I'll be ordering it. Same. I want to let the tension build. A little bit for a while. Well, we want to. Funded. We want right, right. It's well. It's all as of now. It's only at seven thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven backers. Yeah, I'm. I'm nervous. It's like Uh, Sky Striker. It's. It's going to be a close one, right? Yeah. Uh, So yeah, this is uh, pretty much one hundred percent going to fund in the first twenty-four hours, and we'll be able to follow the tiers from here on. Uh, And we'll 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 keep checking in as the night goes on. Yeah, at one point we were on pace to actually hit 10,000 during the stream, but I don't know. It's slowed down a little bit. And follow the tears of all those other Haslabs that don't get funded as quickly as the Joe stuff. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Matthew Comstock, no dragonfly for me. I'm out of classified, uh, sticking with three and three quarter inch O-ring and 118 from now on. Look, I get it. Um, That is... I get the most joy out of O-rings, but man, I love classified. Well, I said, I don't know where I'm going to stick this thing. If I look around my room here, I'm like, I'm out of space. Um, But as, as Lenny said on the broadcast today, your ceiling is empty. My friend. (laughs) Yeah. It's look at all that. Look at that. (laughs) Hang it. I got a couple things up there. You're good to go. But I don't know how heavy this thing's going to be. It's going to be a pretty big monster there. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not going to be your standard like light fishing line. Uh, yeah, I don't know if my drop job. ceiling supports are gonna are gonna handle it. Well, we'll uh, we'll put up a live stream of you hanging up your dragonfly and see how it, <laughs> see how it goes. Uh, so, one thing that we the three of us are going to be doing at Joe Fest, and I'm going to post this so anybody who wants to participate can. Uh, but we are going to do a scavenger hunt at Joe Fest, and then live stream our results sometime during the weekend, probably after the game show uh, Saturday night. We'll get together, we'll set up a camera, and we'll do a quick little live stream of of what we've accomplished from the scavenger hunt. So I'm not going to, I had planned to give the list out now. I'm not going to give it out now. We're going to put it up on social media sometime this week, probably Friday. Uh, So anybody who wants to participate can, but the three of us, uh, we'll be challenged with a Joe Fest Thrasher's scavenger hunt will be happening. Uh, all right. Congratulations. Huge congratulations to Corey 
whose last name I'm afraid I might butcher here, Cantalupe, for landing a job at Skeletron. Excellent. I think that's fantastic. Uh, we are huge fans of Skeletron and everything that they've got in the works. And we were huge fans of Corey when he was working for Hasbro. So I think he has uh, his aesthetic, his style, and his talents will very much fit in with the Skeletron crew. And he's going to be at Joe Fest uh, with Skeletron. So that's awesome as well. Get to say hi to that guy. So let's see. Oh, it's time for the screen share. Here we go. Because we've got some stuff to talk about. Share that screen. There we go. So you guys... What do you think uh, about that? This is so fancy, Christian. What when, when you when these uh, burned their way into your eyeballs? What was your first reaction here? Because we knew these were coming. It, yeah. Um. It, the exact same reaction I just had. I I was at work and I just could not stop laughing. I. It's. Not all of them are bad, you know. Um, it, it, I don't know why, but Cobra Commander is giving me total Dr. Venture vibes. <laughs> it, it just and Destro is, is everything. Destro is a everything. nightmare, and I love it. Destro is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the, the <laughs> Python Patrol bat kind of just looks like the uh hasbro one although it does have the uh deco uh looks mm -hmm. a little on the legs is nice uh baroness is probably the most reasonable looking one of all of these well she looks very very similar to the resolute baroness uh the uh -huh. colors are very similar um but you know she's got the python on her arms and that this is which sets her off a little bit but i really like that figure that's if there's any of these i'm picking up it's going to be that one well, and the red, I like the red glasses and the red mm -hmm. uh, rifle looks really cool as well. Accessory pack rifle. <laughs> hey, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, the Joe Trooper is maybe a little dull, but it's a nice bad. addition. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fine. Uh, I do like his goggles. Have, it looks like they've got kind of the bronze coloring on them. Uh, Tiger Force Duke looks like Tiger Force Duke. But yep. then we get over on the left side to this pair. Banana Man. Banana right? Man and Banana Lady. <laughs> I just think they're fantastic. Uh, Banana Man and Chitara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, wow. Wow. So the eight initial figures that you can buy as a bundle or separately from Super 7, that's them. But did anybody else notice... The cross cell, which for some reason I sh I saved a little tiny image of, um, but that's okay because we're getting ready to move on to what I'm wanting to look at. In the cross cell, we have oh my gosh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, oh wow, that's yeah. a nice clear image. It's eight bit. Uh, yeah, it's shipwreck as he appeared uh, in the Tiger Force NES game. Uh, but their <laughs> shipwreck and the Cobra Trooper were also in the cross cell. 
Uh, I'll do I'll do a better job next time I'm <laughs> trying to share images. That's awful. Uh, but it's interesting that Cobra Trooper is here because we have not seen that one from Hasbro yet. Um, we certainly haven't seen that shipwreck, which I'm very excited about. And we don't know how those will be released. So I'm, uh, I, I love that Super 7 keeps surprising us, keeps doing weird stuff. Uh, and, and is clearly having a lot of success with the reaction line. Uh, I think largely thanks to what I've come to call early adopter prices, which Hasbro utilizes as well. As you can see, like if you, especially if you follow Marvel Legends, you see things come out, they're $24.99, and then they go to $22.99, $18.99, $12.49. Like they just keep dropping. And I think it's because Hasbro knows they're making enough off, off of those of us who have to have stuff as soon as it comes out. Yeah. And I love the fact that I, you know, I can walk into some second, you know, second uh, uh, chance retailers and walk out of there with like $5 Super 7 reaction figures. Um, they may not be all the ones that I wanted initially that I wasn't willing to pay 20 bucks for, but I know I can find them at that price later on. Yeah. And we'll probably find some for that price at Joe Fest eventually. Oh, yeah. I wonder if there'll be anything along the lines of the, the Cobra troopers and the green shirts that we found last year. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, um, and again, the longer you're there, the lower those prices. Uh, get. That's right. People do not want to pack all that stuff up. I will buy a dozen sailors if I can, <laughs> because that would be, I think that was the next thing after. And they'll, they'll look nice on your eventual flag. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> or perhaps could be part of the game show. Hmm. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, we also uh, got a leak from, I think, Entertainment Earth and Big Bad both had listings for these, if I'm remembering right. Uh, wave seven of the reaction figures, which includes a Joe pilot with a face mask, General Hawk, a Crimson Guard, the Cobra Commander Funhouse robot, Buzzer, and Barbecue. So. Great assortment. As always, we kind of have to wait and see what versions Super 7 is doing. Uh, but they're definitely continuing with their their Sunbow-themed uh, stuff. And that Funhouse robot, I'm presuming that's from the episode that we covered here recently. That's right? correct. The Funhouse, yes. which so, hopefully uh, we'll see more from that. Yeah, because that's that episode is ripe for picking. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons of great, like, specifically good for super seven mm -hmm. designs there uh word burglar is well the the campaign has succeeded but you can still get in on it uh he is wanting to, to release third burglar on vinyl and uh just go check that out because he's a friend of the show he's been on the show he is an honorary co-host of audible interlude a gi joe podcast all right guys are we ready to put our big boy fatigues on and climb into Yojo June? <laughs> uh, I think wow. we're, we're, not even, we're not even a week through June yet. Who knows what else is to come? Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Right. They, well, they've hit us aside from the weekend days. They have hit us every day of June with something. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Let me get. Uh, we got to do a little screen share again. Lots to talk about. Lots to share. Okay, let's start with the big, like, 
highly, highly anticipated. Lots of questions about this one, and now we have all the answers. Uh, Christian, you know, we got the render, but look at this. Yeah. Because we hadn't seen the trouble bubble itself yet. We had <laughs> just seen the televiper. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. No, the bubble came out great. I mean, it it is a mostly what I pictured if you were to take the original and and classify it up. Mm-hmm. And that the price point was cheaper than I thought it was going to be. That's what really blew me away because if you consider these figures are twenty four ninety nine, then that makes the trouble bubble itself about thirty bucks, which I think is is great. Well, yeah. I wasn't sure because they they announced the standard pricing, and this is more than a pet price because that would be forty four ninety nine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like scrap iron was forty four ninety nine. But this isn't quite Serpentor pricing. It's seventy nine ninety nine. No, it's not even close to Serpentor. Right, price. right. So this is somewhere in between. I guess this is probably the same price that uh, the Duke and Tiger Force would be released if it were released for if it were released now. Uh, potentially, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Did, did they announce? I, I don't even remember what the tiers was. Uh, their vehicle. Was this one of the price tiers they announced? Surely I don't it remember was. it being a price tier. <laughs> I, but I don't no. either. But they've released three figures before with that, you know, with that that price point. Well, hmm. starting with the Baroness, which was like 40 at the time. Right. Uh, but anyway, it looks great. I really like if you notice the portraits, uh, the Caucasian and the black portrait have completely different. Well, not completely different, but they have different facial Smear. expressions. They They're are mirrored, sculpted differently. Basically. Yeah. Uh, they and then the I guess flight visor helmet has a very nice, unique look to it. Uh, the black on the arms looks better than I thought it would, or it looks better than it did in the renders. It's still kind of just a a painted arm, yeah. But mm-hmm. Also, I mean, you know, there has a no tattoo policy. <laughs> they have to cover them up. They have to well, wear those those away. sunblock shirts yeah. or whatever they are. It, it allows for it allows for the swappable heads, so that's yeah, why yeah. they did it. Of obviously. course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if you really want your nostalgia, you want you you want to have your bare armed uh, televipers. Well, I I believe one hundred percent that the this this is my. I'm putting this out there. I believe it. I might be wrong, but we'll see. I 100% believe that the retro line is going to continue as a fan channel line. Uh, and I think there's no chance we don't get the Televiper with the uh, the bare arms in that retro line, hopefully alongside a Falcon with a completely different head sculpt. <laughs> Every time I look at that thing, I get more disgusted. And I actually, I've actually got a couple of heads, Marvel legends heads. I've got a Peter Parker and a Norman Osborn. I was going to try, but a Falcon is so pink. It's tough oh. to match his skin tone. Uh, all right. So let's move on to this. This is beautiful. I pre-ordered two. Uh, I wanted three, but my gosh, there's just so much coming i i can't do it yeah i got two i just got one i mean one is one is realistically all you need but i Uh, really do want to have a televiper outside of it yeah i wanted that's the thing is i 
I wanted two Televipers at least. Yeah. Um, and if they do release this one as a, if they do release it as a single carded figure later, then I'm sure I'll pick up another one. That's what I'm holding out for is because I'm like, what space wise, <clears throat> excuse me, with the other stuff that I knew was coming. Uh, yeah. like, one trouble bubble is, is fine. If they end up doing an army builder pack of techno vipers or a single carded, absolutely. I want more techno vipers. The uh, in the trouble bubble, as I was commenting, it, I was expecting it to be a little bit bigger. Um, I mean, it's essentially the same scale as the original one, but I was I was thinking for this they would kind of size it up a little. Yeah, size it up a little bit. I'm glad because, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it gets, it, it's not going to take up that much room on my shelf because I'm pretty sure they sized up the air chariot um, a decent amount. Yeah, I think it's I one. think it's scale wise much larger. Yeah. Which it kind of needed to be. Yeah, it's got like that more makes gravitas. Sense. Um, oh, we've gotten way behind on the chat, and I don't think we can catch up, but I do want to throw this one out there. Uh, ICT Vinny, why there ain't no Asian Vipers? I'm sure there were bad Asians out there. Uh, I Well, that's one thing that Super 7 has done that I really appreciate is, is they've got uh, pink, brown, and black as they do their skin color designations. Uh, and I, I'm sure as we keep going, we'll see. Matter of fact, maybe, you know, you could release a retro Televiper with an Asian skin tone. And it, it would, I would be fine because the main thing is just having the open sleeves. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, let's move along to this beautiful image that is evocative of the opening of the movie. Uh, I love how dynamic they've got this guy in the front posed with his legs out uh, and then you get your steel steel excuse me steel core not steel, steel brigade steel core jetpack troopers in the background that's just a cool shot that i wanted to put up here draw attention to uh all right tiger force dusty who you know we'll just move past the fact that it doesn't make sense for a desert trooper to be in these colors <laughs> but noel how do you feel about this one I mean, I, I feel about it the same way I feel with most of the Tiger Force figures. They look looks cool. It evokes the original. Doesn't have a spot in my collection, but um, you know that they they did something different with his face paint this time. I noticed. Yes. That, um, you know they've got a, a little bit of a different pattern, which I I kind of like this one better than the actual one we got for the original mainline Dusty, um, but definitely not as much as I like it on the original three and three quarter inch dusty figure well you should be able to swap that whole neck and head yeah and put it on the regular dusty if you want to and i think that would look great um i i like this one a lot it's more toyetic the colors it's just gonna pop on the shelf more than mm -hmm. the regular dusty does uh i'm glad we finally got a pre-order for it christian where does this one land for you meh <laughs> no interest. Well then let's move on <laughs> to something a little more dazzling. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of bananas. <laughs> uh this looks much better than the first kind of image leak we saw. I really like how that whole front panel is in the Python Patrol. Mm -hmm. The yellow uh, Lenny mentioned this, that they kind of brighten the yellow up a little bit from what it was, because I believe on the original figure, it's more of a like creamed corn yellow. 
Uh, nice. <laughs> I just I, this this is this is another great toyetic figure that's going to pop on the shelf, and you know that's what I'm all about. Uh, but what about you guys? This, this is another pass for you. Oh no, this is a definite. Oh, okay. I have been thoroughly surprised by each of the Python Patrol figures that I got. Like the Python Patrol Viper, I I love. So pretty much any Python Patrol they make, I'm going to snag one. The only Python Patrol figure I'm interested in is the one that was the officer, but now will be the trooper because they've retconned the officer as the trooper and vice versa. Um because I love that color scheme, because it's the one that's mostly black. Um, I, I appreciate these figures. They're just not what I'm collecting. I only have yeah, so yeah. much space, so. No, uh, and, and look, yeah. it makes sense. This is, I love that they're doing this stuff, but you're totally right. Like, if I if I already had a three and three quarter inch one of this guy, I would be, or, or of any of the Python Patrol and Tiger Force, I would be less tempted to buy these, because mm-hmm. they're, there, there are just kind of bigger versions of gaudy figures. Uh, all right. One of you guys is going to have to help me with this one. Rachel Salinas says, I intend to get a Tiger Force Dusty to turn into a Felino custom. It may be one of the, is that one of the Brazilian uh, figures? It uh, sounds like it would be. Uh, I, it's familiar. Yep. yep. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so he's from Brazil, and it pretty much is yeah, the Tiger Force shirt there that Dusty has. It's like the green fatigues with yellow tiger striping all over it. Although, I don't think... Well, no, it does say Tigre da Selva. So... Real quick, I just want to point out how disappointed I am that nobody has said anything about our t-shirt model behind me here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Edward Terrestrial has joined the chat. <laughs> That's because we're all too terrified. <laughs> yeah, we're trying not to make him mad. This is the only version of ET I can stomach because uh, I, I, for anybody that doesn't know, ET is the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. It, it completely messed me up when I was a kid. That's a story for another day. And my wife thought it would be really funny to bring this home from the comic shop years and years and years ago. Uh, and she was right. So now I, I can tolerate this ET because it was bought with love and just a little bit of menace. Uh, all right. Arctic bat troop builder, heaven, multiple heads, this crazy front chest plate with all the mill spec, right? I like to say pouches, but mill spec seems to be the preferred term for, for some folks. I do think it's kind of funny though that in this image the the chest plate is upside down. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, the um, backpack is sideways. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's for fitting purposes. That's fine. Um, this is this is phenomenal. One of the coolest figures that I th- I love the metallic blue that's inside the chest. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I would change. I wouldn't give it the bat backpack. I would have just given it a white version of some other backpack from the line. Mm-hmm. Because now you've got these empty holes for this backpack that doesn't make any sense. So I, I would have done. Well, hmm. I mean, you can store the saw blade, I guess, on the side. 
the hand will fit there, but there's not a swappable hand. Right. There's yeah. there's nothing else to to put on it. Or they could have maybe tooled up. I don't know. Uh, the backpack is just going to be weird just because it doesn't have enough parts for it. Yeah. Uh, but everything else about this is phenomenal. I am definitely going to put the black um, viewport head or whatever that is mm-hmm. on one of my regular bats. Oh, on your regular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, because I, I just think it's going to look great on one of those. I don't, I don't love the black head on this body. It's fine, but I, I'd rather have it on just one of the standard bats uh, because I love the polarized visor yeah. on this one. Mm. So, yeah, I ordered two of these. Uh, I think that's as many as I'll need unless they get marked down significantly. This one, this one's tempting. It's it's one that if I see it retail, I, I almost can guarantee I'll buy. Um, I didn't pre-order it, but there's so many... You said you, you know, only two. My problem with this one is that like there's so many different ways to display this guy yeah. that I feel like I I have to get several so I can demonstrate <laughs> all the different looks. Well, and it's not just about the heads and the the chainsaw and the rifle the chest chest pieces. Well, the chest pieces, the armor pieces are mm-hmm. removable. Like there are so many options for this one. Well, even that waist piece mm-hmm. uh, could be taken off. So it's uh, this is kind of the ultimate troop builder that they've done so far and seems to be plentiful because everybody had it and i don't think anybody well paul sold out but uh amazon and big bad i believe still have it in stock here's hoping this one eventually warms shelves at uh, target and walmart so it'll go on clearance i think this one's a fan channel exclusive yeah oh Oh, that's right it was yeah uh but still i mean but amazon they'll mark stuff down Yeah. yeah they do yeah, because I bought several things from Amazon for pretty cheap. Uh, apologies for not keeping up with the chat tonight. You guys are going crazy in there, and we've got so much to cover. Uh, but yes, this will be twenty four ninety nine. Uh, all right, Grunt, I love it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I got my fingers crossed that that head stays exactly the same way i love him i think he looks like a young recruit but i i I, I don't want another falcon mistake i don't think anybody else is gonna get falconed i really don't they've (laughs) got to be i imagine because in uh at the beginning of the live stream i snapped a picture and you can see it on the audible interlude instagram uh i snapped a picture of lenny and emily with the dragonfly and lenny has just this like ecstatic look of joy on his face. I really love that I caught that moment. And I picture the complete opposite of that every time he sees Falcon. He can't be happy about that. Um, so I, I don't think we'll see anything quite that. Whatever happened, I don't think we'll see anything that heinous again. I hope not anyway. Uh, so let's take a look here. Let me see if I can zoom in on this guy. Fortunately, this is a much higher quality image. Uh, Can you guys see on his chest here? First of all, I wonder how much of this, because he's got the phone or the cell phone mounted on his chest. But if you look right underneath that, I'm pretty sure that's a hinge. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe parts of this, because very clearly, uh, 
he is meant as a troop builder as well. Coming with that steel, uh, steel core helmet. This chest piece could be taken off. And I wonder if this, these little pieces, this kibble on the front is removable as well, because you don't want all of your soldiers to be E4 graves. Well, E4 probably wouldn't be on the uniform anyway, but we're not going (laughs) to, not going to ponder that too closely. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping because I when I when I want a grunt, I I realize that I'm a lot of this is for nostalgia purposes, but I want a grunt that looks like that little three and three quarter inch figure that's you know I've had for all those years. And yeah, this this grunt's a little too fancy to be grunt. <laughs> well, if you pull his uh, chest business off, well, that's what I said. If I, I think, hope that comes off, yeah, and you yeah. just get you just have the H harness and you have your um just your standard kind of military gear. Um, I even, I even kind of wish that that M16 was just like basic without having that, uh, the the scope on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I even just want the most basic M16 for him. Well, and, and again, uh, when that retro line continues, I think we'll probably see another release of this guy, maybe a little lighter green than what we're looking at here. That's what I'm hoping um, with him and rock and roll because I really yeah. like getting my O thirteen figures looking like O thirteen figures is something that I'd love to eventually have happen. <laughs> Will R, it's his Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh I love this. Uh I will buy again, I'll buy a couple of these because he's got the interchangeable help. Matter of fact, I might buy more than a couple because I'd like to have two steel steel core ground troops and he comes with that sunbow, that sweet XLR. I can't ever remember. I believe it's the XLR laser rifle. That's the first time we've seen that in the line. Not even with, uh, with Snow, snow job. job. Yeah, Snow Job did not include that. So I love that we're seeing that here. The only thing I don't like about this figure, I am not a big fan of the backpack pegs. How do you guys feel about those? No, it doesn't bother me. Cause, really? Because the other weapons are going to... Right. Well, no, I mean, I get their functionality, but they just, to me, they just don't look very nice. Well, and I don't think that, again, if I'm, if I want my grunt out there, my grunt's not carrying a bunch of gear. He's got his, he's got his M16. He may have his, his holstered pistol and his holstered knife, but he's not going to need a second rifle. My only concern is I hope the straps on his helmet are made of a much softer plastic than what they did with Dusty, because the one side looks way too long meaning like it's going to be hitting his shoulder or that web gear so i want the helmet to be able to sit on his head properly well rock and rolls got the straps like that and they're they're pretty soft they don't cause any problems so should be fine uh and then finally our Crimson Viper which i have been waiting for excitedly because i i could visualize it from looking at the original Vipers and just thought it would look really cool. Uh, but I'll be honest. There are a couple things I would have done a little differently on this guy, but they might have made it not a crimson Viper. Uh, I would have given him a gray vest rather than a darker red vest. And I would have given him the, uh, the gold faceplate. To me, that would be a really cool look. And we may get a, you know, a, a crimson Viper, Viper officer, officer yeah. right, 
but I mean, this looks cool. It's a great repaint. I like it. I'll get one. I don't know if I'll get more than that. Uh, but I do dig it. Uh, he doesn't need to come. He did not need to come with the blue neckerchief. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think it'll give him a little pop. He needs something to yeah, just to break even up though that color it's scheme like a little varying bit. shades of red. To me, it's just there's so much samey samey. So it needs a little bit more to break it up. Which is why I would have given him the gray vest. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, XMLR1A laser rifle. It's weird. It's so specific, but it's also the most generic name for anything ever, which is why I can't remember it. Uh, Craig Dukas likes the blue bandana. Well, there you go. And then that's that's why options are good. That's right. All right. I think that is the end of that set of products. Okay. We'll we'll loop back on this. Uh, Joe Fest uh, Grindhouse Toys will be guests of... I think it was Fresh Monkey Fiction, and they will have these Dread Troopers available. And these things look pretty cool. Christian, you were pretty thrilled when I shared this picture. Yeah. Uh, I'm, they look like great little figures. Yeah. And I each, love that color scheme. Yeah. From what I understand, each figure comes with all of those parts. So you're not buying five different figures you're buying one figure with all of the parts to make those five figures so of course nice. they won't and I, so i hope they've got tons of these available <laughs> and well, i it don't does say it, quantities will be limited right well of course so, of course but i mean qu friday quant quantities of gi joe classified cobra commander were also limited <laughs> from a certain to point a of view they're, they're still limited on right. the shelves at my walmart <laughs> <laughs> but everything is limited uh but yeah the these look great i can't wait to get to the table i'm, I'm definitely going to pick one of these up I, I dig the color scheme i dig the idea very very cool uh okay yes that is the end of that section so we're going to stop our screen share we're going to move on to a couple of things from haya toys and i don't have pictures of these and, and honestly, it's my own personal interest level has just fallen off completely for the Hyatt Toys Joes. Oh, Christian, I, I know you were a little enthused about these. Yeah, um, I think the Storm Shadow looks good. Again, he's not one of the characters that I have a strong emotional tie to. So I think like the update with the arm tattoos and all that. Very cool. I'm super excited for Beachhead. The yeah. photos that we've seen of him. I'm definitely getting him. Um, so yeah. And for whoever it was that mentioned earlier, I can't unfortunately remember, um, about how you weren't getting classified anymore. Cause you were going to stick with the one eighteenth. I highly recommend grabbing one of the highest. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I'll get one to review it because I need to know what's involved i'll probably grab the cobra commander we'll we'll see um but i've just uh, the beachhead the beachhead kind of threw me off uh, there there were some things about it that i looked at and i realized you know what i don't need this i've got a great classified beachhead <laughs> i've got i've got beachheads that i'm happy with and this isn't doing anything new for me the storm shadow on the other hand is very cool because like you said of the tattoos 
uh, maybe I just don't need another storm shadow either. And that's kind of what I realized is, is as much as I love new toys and new styles of toys, looking at them, I was just like, you know what? I don't need these and I can't buy it all. (laughs) Uh, so Joe fest, as we said, starts on Friday. However, I now have plans on Thursday night because I heard a rumor that has now been confirmed. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who has not seen this, uh, but my son and I will be going to see Transformers Rise of the Beasts on Thursday evening because we heard something very interesting that we're probably going to have to talk about at the kickoff panel at Joe Fest. 10 15 a.m. on Saturday morning. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <sighs> Is that all you're going to say? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. I, I just have heard there's a rumor that there's something we're going to have to talk about, but I don't know what that rumor is about. So are you being serious right now or are you I, serious? I'm, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Wow. Well, the rumor's been impressed. The rumor's been confirmed at this point, but yeah. okay. But uh, I tend to stay away from rumors. Well, I do too. But in 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 doing research for a GI Joe themed, yeah, podcast, I get people that send me stuff and say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And then you read it, and you go, "Oh, well, I mean, I that's news. Whatever it is, I'll know about it in uh, you know in a few days. So I may as yes. well look it up now." It'll be everywhere. Oh, are you going to look now? <laughs> not, not, not at the moment. Okay, okay. All right. Well, that brings us to the main event. Time for some more screen sharing. Ladies and gentlemen, the newest HasLab, the G.I. Joe Dragonfly. And Wow. Oh, wait. Okay. You know what? Before we do this, let's check back in. It was at 7,777 when last we looked. It is now at 7,911. 7912 on my phone. (laughs) All right. Let's. uh... And they only have 42 days to get these last. Two thousand uh, uh, and uh, eight. Uh, what, what? Yeah, a little over two thousand. Tell your so. friends. I'm getting uh. nervous. I know. Spread the word. We're in trouble, fellas. Uh, okay. So Operation Dragonfly launched today at eleven a.m. I think this thing is a masterpiece. It's a thing of beauty. And once again, uh, the classified team has taken something, and I was pretty excited about this anyway. Because we were pretty sure it was the dragonfly. And I was excited anyway, because just helicopters are cool. We've talked about it on the show before. Uh, But again, they've really classified it up and made it into this landmark must-have toy. There's there's our pal Lenny looking at, (laughs) look how big this thing is. So first thing we want to talk about is the size. Um... Noel, you've already talked about not having space for this. Christian, how do you feel about the sheer bulk of the dragonfly? Yeah, I 
you know, it took a lot of finagling to get space for the Sky Striker, and this is going to be bigger than even that. So I'm going to have to redo some shelves. But I, I got at the end of the day, it's a must have. Look at oh, that for thing. Sure. It's beautiful. For sure. yeah. uh, I love the. Uh, so these are all just the renders uh, that we're going to be showing here, but we're just using them as points of reference uh, for the features. And you can see that the deco varies from render to render. There, there are little differences here and there. Uh, for instance, on this one, this is missing the front deco uh, of the teeth that are on this one. So, so even these renders aren't necessarily consistent. Well, that did say decals included too. So we're probably going to get sticker sheets where we can customize it. And that's what I'm curious about. Well, first let's talk about the fact that I just noticed the foot pegs on the front of the skids. Very happy to see that. Um, because you got, you got to have, I mean, that, that was your loadout. Yeah, you got to have the dumbest way to fly ever. <laughs> right, right. Um, ICT Vinny just asked, is this the only way to get Wild Bill? Uh, for now, yes. But again, that retro line, I, I, you know, eventually we could see a repaint of, of some sort. Uh, but for now, this this is the only way to get Wild Bill. And I mean, this thing's incredible. Now, if you don't have space, that's one thing. but. Uh, I really, how do you guys feel about the black and green color scheme? I mean, it's a little bit more realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I'm wondering if we will get some swappable parts possibly as, um, as levels later on. Well, I mean, we've got the loadout that it comes with is yeah. insane. I mean, but I mean, yeah, uh, but uh, because like the other his tank, we have for the blades. Don't we want what orange, orange caps. caps for the for the uh, you know what I blades? I thought about that because uh, the his tank has more than one canopy, so it's not unrealistic that that might not be a stretch goal for this one. Mm -hmm. Is swappable canopies. But would a so what would the swappable canopy be for this? Just without that black, maybe just have one that's more clear, or um, I don't know who knows. There may be some other parts that are swappable on this too. But no, I really like the color scheme. I wish like that GI Joe logo being black. I'm not crazy about. I'd like for it to be white, but that's a such a minor. Oh, interesting. I hadn't even thought. I I honestly. I'm fine with it in the black, but I kind of wish it was just a traditional red, white, and blue GI Joe logo. I didn't even think about it just being white. But again, this is just a render, right? Mm -hmm. That might just be a sticker and you might have that available for us. So that's just when I first saw this picture, I was like, eh, black GI Joe logo, but this is not potentially not going to look like the final product we have in our hands. So wait, where, which, uh, slide said something about decals uh we're talking about the um that one right there it says decals oh see ah i don't love that because i don't want decals on my 275 dollar vehicle interesting though that there will be huh 
but I wonder if it's just that or there will be other things as well. And look, how is I'm, that how is that gonna be a decal? Right. Unless that's a unless that's a piece that comes off. But that wouldn't even then that wouldn't be a decal. Right. Like it could be that dragonfly logo you're seeing up there above that that's just on what looks like a flat panel. But no, but, even that has rivets going through it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was it gonna does. say for the render, they're gonna make it as snappy as they can i'm i'm curious to see I, how that's gonna work i'm thinking that they know that people will want to maybe customize this a bit more than what you would a hiss tank we'll find out whatever the case even even as is i'm you know i'm thrilled with it uh the blast effects, the fact that they have the uh, holes for the uh, what, dog bone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get that launching effect, I think is great. Uh, the blast effects on the front machine guns and the fact that they're retractable uh, is a nice feature. What, Noel, when when you were watching, you, you watched the video, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, what kind of grabbed you the most, got you the most excited about all of this? Uh, I know that we've talked about how we don't really need electronics in our vehicles before, but man, those lights on that uh, dashboard look so cool. Well, LEDs to me are a different kind of thing. I'm talking about like, I don't want like sounds or or too much functionality, but like simple LEDs like this are fantastic. And yeah, the, the interior dashboard looks, it looked incredible in the video, but you know, it's going to look better in the finished product, which This was an interesting thing that Emily said. Oh, man, I'm screen sharing. I don't have my notes. Hang on. Let me figure this out. Uh, don't look at my notes. Uh. Okay. Um, so an interesting thing that Emily said that I really appreciated hearing is that their mandate was that the product would be this or something better. I really liked hearing that. Uh, And now granted better is a relative term. Also, does that say that, does that mean that we're getting the least possibly good thing they could have given us? (laughs) Well, no, she just meant as far as what they're showing us in this video, the Ah, finished product will be this or better. Uh, meaning, you know, the, like this LED, for instance, Lenny talked about the hot spots in the LEDs where they look right, a little right. brighter in one spot than another and that they'd, they'd make that better. Uh, so any, any little weirdness that we see here will, will be improved upon in the final product. Uh, let's see, now that I've got my notes. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. Well, before we get to that, Christian, what jumped out at you? What was the first thing you saw that, that really kind of blew your mind with this? Well, so because of work, I still have not been able to watch the video because as you guys know, like I literally made it from work to here with about three minutes to spare. (laughs) Um, So uh, to be honest, when you sent the info, the first thing that popped out to me was the price point is like $200 cheaper than what I was guessing this was going to be. And yeah, two seventy four ninety nine. In my opinion, is 
a great price if we just get the helicopter and Wild Bill. Yeah. But if all four figures are unlocked, then we're basically paying 175 bucks for this massive, awesome helicopter. Which I would remind everyone that McFarlane Toys massive and not nearly as awesome batwing was 250 dollars and did not include a figure just something to think about and this the, is the review is here on the needless things youtube channel presumably significantly larger it may not have as much mass because it's a longer narrower vehicle than the his tank but the fact that we went down in price from the last Haslab exactly uh, is not something i was expecting no, not at all. Not at all. And, uh, and all right, honestly, how sleek it is, because, it, it, you know, we've talked about this because this has been on our list. It was on my list in, you know, earlier episodes. And in my head, when I keep thinking, OK, to make the canopy so that you can fit a six inch figure, how much more, you know, wide bulk it would right. have compared to the G1 version and no they didn't have to at all yeah it's very sleek it's very streamlined uh and rachel salinas uh says night force ripcord was a lazy incentive how does a halo jumper parachute out of a closed canopy helicopter well My question too <laughs> well he he's uh, on the outside he's, that's well, why the foot peg is there he's on the skids or yeah. if you guys notice the canopy opens from the sides did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, they did show that. Uh, now, granted, I'm not saying it would be the easiest thing in the world to crawl out of uh, the pilot or the gunner side of the canopy. Uh, but but yeah, like we said, he'd be on the skids and just hop off. Uh, definitely. And I see I love Night Force Ripcord as an incentive because you're not putting a character that people want behind a Haslab barrier because we'll obviously get a regular version of ripcord later on granted we said that about the sky striker too and that clearly isn't going to happen uh <laughs> but in theory we'll get a classified ripcord uh in his regular camo and everything but i also love the fact and this is we're going to get into some speculation in a minute here and i actually want to make sure okay we'll talk a little bit more about night force ripcord in a minute uh i want to talk about this stand and how much of an improvement I think it is over the Sky Striker stand. Yeah. I think it's the perfect height. I love that the, the helicopter can be faced either way on it, like it's taking off or like it's attacking. I think that was brilliant. And I really like its simplicity. It's just a stand. They didn't try and put cargo compartments or like anything else on it. It just looks classy and cool, and I dig it. You guys kind of on the same page with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I will even be tempted to not hang mine from the ceiling and just use the stand with it. My only complaint, and I need to go back and watch the video again, but it looks like, because they were demonstrating the, the tow winch, and it looks like it's not on the underside of the vehicle. It's a piece that goes onto the that like attaches to the side right yeah it's it's one of the interchangeable pieces uh that yeah. goes under the, the wing yeah I, I i do wish that it was on the underside like it was on the original toy 
my concern about that was because it was it's a, it has a ratcheting mechanism. Mm. My concern was how well does it stay on for you to be able to utilize it without just yanking it off, which happened to Lenny. Right. But I mean, this is this is the resin model he's messing with. It's not even close to the finished version. Uh, but that's something they're definitely going to have to put some work into is making it so it's it's securely attached enough that you can operate it without pulling it off every time. Yeah, and for something like that, you could put a a piece that actually clips on and has a spring loader mechanism so it'll stay in place rather than just your standard dog bone for that one. But if they're going to go with the with the dog bone connections for everything, yeah, that'll that'll be precarious. Well, and it looks looking at this and again, this is just the render. Uh this is not actually a dog bone. It looks like it's more of a sort of a snap tab and that whatever this Here we go. Well, that blurred it up a little bit. But if you look, it looks like there's going to be the wing is going to kind of plug into this box while this plugs into the wing. If you see what I'm saying? Yep. Mm -hmm. There's kind of a double secure connection right here. I'm sure it'll end up being fine. But, But I do agree. I do kind of wish it was just underneath. And I wonder why they went the other way with it yeah it's not like they don't have plenty of space to work with under there well you'd think you'd think uh i do like that the rotors are just free spinning and that there's not a mechanism Mm -hmm. yeah well the mechanical mechanism on the first one was a fun play feature but it also it's it's the first thing that breaks on every single dragonfly yeah uh, I like the hinged opening panels that they showed us for the machine guns and for the engines. Uh, that was a nice touch. I like that you can position the rear fins. I hope that those are ratcheting so that they'll they'll stay in place. Like I hope they're not just friction hinges. Uh, I, I like the somebody said this in the chat and and they're right. The yellow rear fins actually look kind of cool. Like, it's just a nice little splash of color back there. Yeah. I, if, I, if I could change that color and still keep them something a little bit brighter, I'd, I'd go with orange to match the orange from the blades of the original one. Hmm. It's funny. You guys have both said orange, and to me, those are red. And I don't have an original dragonfly, <laughs> but, like, in my in my head, they're red. Uh, all right. So we are going to talk about the dragonfly more at Joe fest. I think we've kind of covered, is there anything else you guys, it's got the headlights and the spotlight. Uh, is there anything else to talk about, about the helicopter itself? I think we've kind of covered it relatively well. Uh, let's talk about wild bill. I think he looks great. I love the flight suit sculpt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny pointed out that his gun belt could be turned around so that he can have him set up for cross draw like the original figure does. Uh, just all the details on him. The belt buckle looks great. Um, I, the swappable, the swappable hat 
and hair is the way to go as far as I'm concerned with all of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it if people kind of wish the hat didn't have a wig inside of it, like so you could have a separate hat piece. But I would rather have this than a hat that's supposed to go on that head because it just never looks right. I would, if they could come up with a way, I mean, they could easily do it, that you have a hair piece that snaps into the hat, but is yeah. also separate. That'd be yeah. the best way to go with it. That would be, that would be, that would be great. So you could have, I mean, you'd, you'd have to have three separate pieces of it, you know, because of that. But uh, the hair and the hat may actually be two different pieces anyway that are just attached to one another. Yeah, we we don't know for sure. Yeah. Um I don't need the su- the sunglasses to be removable because Wild Bill doesn't have eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they've kind of already established that in other places in the line. Yeah, well I didn't need Slaughter's to be uh, removable either because GI Joe Sergeant Slaughter also doesn't have eyeballs. Uh, sun- yeah. He sleeps in those sunglasses. <laughs> uh the revolvers look great with the uh Lone Stars on the grips. Uh, like his little knife, I just, he, he, he looks exactly like I want classified wild bill to look. Uh, and then here is geared up. Looks great. Mm-hmm. I love how big the hat is. Yes. Yeah. They did not, uh, they didn't try and size it down or anything. Nope. Yeah. And then. We've got our first unlock, which we are well on our way to unlocking. Night Force Ripcord, uh, which, which again, I think is a great choice because it's a cool character. It's a name character. It's something that's desirable, but it's not something that you're going to feel like you've got a hole in your collection uh, if you don't get it. And he matches. This is what I was going to say. The Dragonfly itself is Night Force colors. He matches the dragonfly. Yeah. Hmm. I like the goggles that he comes with. Let's see. I think I've got the, yeah. So he's got obviously the same flight suit as Wild Bill, but I like that he's got the undershirt uh, rather than the bare chested look that Wild Bill is sporting. I think they've done a nice job with uh, with Ripcord here, with Mr. Weems. <laughs> I would have I... liked a Marlon Wayans likeness personally. <laughs> Uh, but no, he, he looks good. Uh, good, good. Uh... Well, they mentioned too, you know, they like to kind of do a callback to the previous Sky Striker has lab. So, you know, a little bit of unity there. So he is the first stretch goal that unlocks at 13,000. The, the dragonfly itself needs 10,000 by 717, but it looks like we're going to get 10,000 by 66. Uh, and then at 16,000, we get the next figure unlocked. At 19,000, we get a, well, technically a fourth figure, but a third unlock. Uh, what would you guys like to see for these two? Well, the question is, do you want to do figures that are not yet released in the line, or do you want to do like repaints exclusives i think you got to do things that have not been released yet but that will be released in a different form later on well because i mean obviously the best choice for a companion would be airborne 
but we don't want to do a regular airborne in this line. There's not any other variation of airborne from the original line that you could really throw out. Now, granted, Night Force Ripcord wasn't a thing back in 1980, you know, 88 either, but uh, so they could do a night force airborne or something like that to kind of tie it in that's one of my picks is night force airborne yeah and then you've got hmm. the tooling you know for a regular airborne later on uh just got a great suggestion in the chat that hadn't even occurred to me will are uh airborne and starduster yeah because we know they've already got the jumps ready to go mm-hmm Who's and parts... the Starduster is? I mean, you can easily farm that together with existing parts. No new sculpting really is necessary for it. Yeah. Although, if they follow the last one, this should be like a retro Duke or something. Unless they do that as an add-on, like, because that wasn't Cobra Commander wasn't part of the original tiers. No. He was added on, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe they saved Duke for that. Uh, my other pick for this was do a Night Force either Doc or Lifeline. Mm. That's what I keep thinking. It needs to come with a Doc. I would say Doc before Lifeline because Lifeline to me is more tied to the tomahawk doc is from this era of joe mm -hmm. so oh christmas ape says dragonfly just hit eight thousand. i was gonna say it was a 79.97 a moment ago Th thanks to this podcast i'm sure it's gotta be <laughs> it's right. gotta be eight thousand doing even. our job uh rachel salinas says new figure helicopter gunner and helicopter mechanic possibly gaucho Ooh, i oh, like that yes well there you go there's your there's your gung-ho that's great and just, and you know what you're right if they did just do you know mirror what the hiss did mm -hmm. with the navigator or whatever it was and, and yeah that's uh that's a good idea i love gaucho though that's that's a good call uh let's see we've also got other helicopter pilots windmill and updraft <laughs> uh we could do the um the fun school version of windmill. Oh yes. gosh. Now that, I may or may that, not have, have done that as a costume before. I just, <laughs> I just want that in the line. I don't care how we get it. Right. Cause we need Noel to do the, you know, the tour to promote it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you would be, greets. you'd be like the Joe skydiving team but right. for, for modern times. Uh, all of these figures will be in classified boxes and numbered. Uh, I already pointed out that if all the figures get unlocked, that works out to 175 bucks for the Dragonfly, which is crazy. Uh, I think, oh, we've got one more. Everybody, please visit Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. You might need yourself a Dragonfly shirt. Uh, that's GIJive.store or just go to uh, Shop Slickalicious uh, on Instagram and get your link there oh do we have one more after this oh there it is. there is delighted <laughs> look at delighted lenny right there look at how happy that man is oh man i love that picture that's fantastic and this, this when we first saw this in this video this morning the size of this thing just blew my mind i really 
didn't th- for it to be this big at this price is wild. Uh, so good job, Lenny and Emily and everybody else on the Joe team, all the marks on the Joe team. Uh, any, any last thoughts before we put away our dragonfly talk and save more for Joe fest. All right, then you guys, we've got, let's see, what are we at? Check in 8,015 backers. Crazy, crazy. Uh, okay. It is time now. Oh, I've got to bring the screen share back, but I need a different folder. So it's good that I put it away. You guys know if you follow Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, you have the opportunity to take part in the show by suggesting things for us to talk about. And we like to call that segment Sound Off. And we do have some HasLab related sound offs, but that's okay because uh, we didn't cover everything. Uh, Exerborgis X. Uh, how is airborne not the first stretch goal on the HasLab that I am all over regardless, Rich Borges? Um, I kind of get it. As they said, the Night Force ripcord, they wanted to do kind of a callback to the Sky Striker HasLab, but also uh, is airborne almost, even if he's in a different form, almost too big to be part of a has lab well that's that was my concern was do you do you pack airborne in with this um as potentially an version first because yeah i mean we we all want airborne in those classic colors but you're not gonna you're not gonna pack them in with his classic colors here i don't think right and and as much as i said oh night force airborne like I don't know how exciting is a night force airborne going to look ripcord gets away with it because he kind of has well, green and black were his original colors anyway, Mm. but to put airborne in that palette doesn't seem very exciting to me visually. So I don't know. I don't know. I think ripcord was the right call. And I think airborne, I mean, he's one way or another, he's coming and it's probably better that he's not part of a HasLab. Uh, all right. Yorktown Joe, although a classified terror drone is too big, any chance of a fire bat with AVAC down the road? I I would think so, right? I yeah. Think so. I think that's a reasonable sized vehicle. Fire bat. Because I, I still say I think it's very likely that we're going to see things like the Vamp, uh, Saints Preserve Us, the Awestriker again, because we have to have 8,000 Awestrikers in every form of G.I. Joe that's released. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it's very possible we're going to see like fan channel or at least pulse exclusive versions of those middle sized vehicles. Uh, it, it's not, those are not big enough for a has lab, but they're too big for retail. But I think Hasbro knows there's money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the fire bat is definitely comparable in size to, to a vamp or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and in fact, it's probably a little bit smaller. But in a very appealing video, very, very toyatic vehicle. Yeah. Lots and, of fun and in a AVAC small size. And the is a very toyatic, uh, toyatic figure, too. Yeah, so. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a classified AVAC is going to look great. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I would, if I had to put money on it, I would put money on, you know, as long as the line continues five or more years more, I, I think we'll see it. KB Jodographs, which everybody, everybody check out all these names uh, on Instagram and give them a follow. They're all great contributors to the show and great Joe fans. Uh, bringing up the potential reboot and crossover for the G.I. Joe movie verse with Transformers. Uh, we will talk more about that at Joe Fest. Uh, so tune in to the audio episode next week. Good question, though. Podcast from the pit. Is O-Ring Joe's done? <sighs> we haven't heard a whisper about it in That's right. five days. So it it has not been confirmed that it is on hiatus or that it is done. Uh one of the interviews, I cannot keep up with all the interviews that Lenny and Emily do. If they ever come on this show, then I'll definitely keep up with with that interview. Uh, but apparently at some point they talked a lot about the budget, uh, for classified and sort of having to make a decision about whether to take away from classified for O-ring, which I was not under the impression that that's how toy lines worked. So I don't know if that got interpreted wrong or, or we lost something in communication or in translation, uh, all I can say is Hasbro has not yet said that they're not making any more O-ring and that we have very strong, like not quite confirmation that the Thunder Machine and the Triple T crossovers are on the way. So I would say, ask me, ask me this question again in a month and we'll probably have a better answer. Sneezy the Squid, Gary, for tonight, with the Hazlab being the Dragonfly, what do you think are the odds of us getting a Fang? Same as yes. getting the AVAC. Yeah. I think sooner. I, I think this is actually, it's it's probably a more likely vehicle release. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit more iconic. Well, and also with them putting the Dragonfly out, just having a Cobra helicopter to go up against it seems like the kind of storytelling uh, that they like to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think the Fang, you're right. The Fang is even more inevitable than the Firebat. I would say potentially before the end of next year. Mm-hmm. Silent Interlude. I want to bring up O-Rings every time because that's the kind of energy I bring. We like that energy. We're big fans of that energy here. Uh, But also, what could potentially bring new fans to the classified line or G.I. Joe in general? Transformers crossover, other media, better retail representation, marketing tie-ins, a la McDonald's from 0304. Uh, Media, 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 media. Media tie-ins. That's it. Yep. That's the only thing that's going to do it. Mm-hmm. We got we got to get a talented group of people making the right kind of movie or TV show. Uh, and, and when I say the right kind of movie or TV show, I don't pretend to know exactly what that is. I know what I'd like and enjoy as a G.I. Joe fan, but I don't know where that sweet middle ground is with mass appeal and good G.I. Joe product. 
that's that's the tough one. But media is the answer to that question all day long. Uh, better retail representation, I don't think matters a bit. I don't think the toy aisle hook is a thing anymore. I, I just don't. I don't think it matters how many of these are in Walmarts and Targets. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, if If you look... All of the stuff that's in the toy aisles at Walmart and Target is there because of the media representation it has in other forms. It's not like people aren't seeing MCU toys and going to see Marvel movies because of them, uh, which I know that's not a great example because the MCU has been around for so long now that, that that wouldn't be the case anyway. No, but but that's why I, I think more so than a movie, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you, you really need a good tv show you you need a a whether it's a cartoon or live action you need something where there is constant media out there because when you look at the lines that come out for the mcu movies they've got a certain shelf life now the fact that there's a different mcu movie every few months means yes there are always marvel toys on the show right but guardians of the galaxy in a few more weeks, well, you're probably not going to see those figures on the shelf as as much. Yeah, that's a good point. There is there's a potential negative side to having that media representation as well, because right now we're getting classified stuff that is that is pure shoot it into my veins G.I. Joe on a on maybe not as much as we want it, but a relatively regular basis. But mm-hmm. if it gets tied to a movie or even a TV show then we're going to have something focused on that movie or that TV show that is going to have a more limited life cycle than classified has. And all of the rest of the GI Joe branding is going to revolve around that to some extent. It's all tricky stuff. It's all very Mm -hmm. difficult to gauge how any of it could be successful. And, and at the end of the day, sure. We want to we want TV or what, or a movie. Well, what is it though? What then? What is that? That's Battle going two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to install an inject button in this place, and I keep forgetting to do it. Uh, okay. Oh wait, we got. I got to check in with the chat. I'm. I'm so sorry, chat people, that we've neglected you guys. But there's just been so much, and, and we we love that you're here. Okay, okay. I, I'm zipping back up a little bit. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Yorktown Joe, maybe one of the unlock figures will be the mysterious and unproduced M Sergeant W C Colbert from the sticker on the original. Uh, a la failsafe to the sky striker that's a great idea i like that a lot yeah 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 that would make a lot of sense uh rachel selena's Firebat with avac is a definite want mandalorian jedi let's just have emily and lenny on the show then right yes we're Look great we'd love to have them uh rich murphy if we don't hear about o-ring this month i would say the party's over i would agree with that matthew comstock lenny said on a toy kind of mood that classified way outperforms o-rings I'm, i don't doubt that a bit yeah um but i don't doubt that a bit because i don't feel like they did the very best they could with the o-rings that they made well yeah and they and they marketed them 
they didn't do a great job marketing the O-rings. I don't know. No, I don't think they there's then they're not hitting retail. So I enjoy the O-rings that we got, but I do not think they were executed anywhere near as well as they should and could have been. Yeah. And price points could have been better. I mean, there's so many things that were lacking on them. I think you could have kept the price point in the format and still had much better offerings. If they had just, if that Cobra and Cobra Trooper or Cobra Officer Cobra Trooper two pack had just been like a Viper and a bat mm-hmm. or a Viper and a Trooper, if it had been two troop builders, I, that would have done so much better. If Duke hadn't had a, a mushed in face, it's whatever. We'll find out this month what else is happening or not. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, could a fang be an unlock? It's small enough. No. I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't, it's, it would be awesome, but no, I don't think it is small enough. Uh, Will R, so being the first HasLab was Cobra Land and the second Joe Air. The next one will be C, Water Moccasin confirmed, 2025. <laughs> yes. Um, I would love a classified water moccasin. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That might not uh, be big enough, though, for a classified. Well, here's my insane thing Uh-oh. that I'm going to say. I think we'll get a whale before we'll get a water moccasin, if it's a HasLab. Uh, Kevin Riddle, podcaster, the new media. That's right. And and they're so lucrative. Lots the of money media that matters. That's it. All right. Oh, ew. Uh, is that it? That's it. That's all of our sound offs. No, it's not. It's not? There's one from Sasquatch Jedi that we have to answer. Oh, man. That, that must have come in after uh, my cutoff. But yeah. what is it? What do you got? Recast G.I. Joe with Muppets. I'm so ready to do this. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, all right. I, have, I have my list. <laughs> Wait, how do you have a list? When did this come in? Uh, two hours ago, it says. Oh, my gosh. So, so yeah, that was after seven. My cutoff is usually seven, but it's fine. <laughs> Good Lord. Recast G.I. Joe with Muppets. All right, Noel. All right. Can do I run them all down to, at Do once, we want to do or... our go around? Let's let's each take a turn. I think I can handle this. All right. All right. I'm going to go with my obvious starter, Hawk, played by Sam the Eagle. That's perfect. That's great. Uh, I'm going to go with Sweetums as gung-ho. Nice. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm going to go with Scooter as Breaker. I had Scooter as mainframe, so close. Uh, okay. Yeah, close to decision there. Uh, I'm going with uh, you got to have a Baroness, and it's got to be Miss Piggy. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to, I don't care. I'm going to say it. I don't care what anybody thinks about it. Uh, I think this person is close enough to the Muppets to be considered a Muppet. And I don't care if this is breaking the rules or not, because I'm casting Charles Grodin as Cobra commander. <laughs> he was in a Muppet movie. That's right. He was. That counts. That's he right. Was. Sadly, he's no longer with us. Though. I know, but this is, come on. But mm-hmm. but for real though, which who would be Cobra Commander? Who? Oh, do you have? I'll, I'll okay. Let Christian well, do yeah, his, Christian. and then I'll do mine in one round. I'm going to do a three for. Okay. 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 So if 
Miss Piggy is the Baroness, then Cover Girl is Annie Sue. Annie Sue, was that a? She was the female pig that came in like second and third. Oh, okay. oh on the yeah, Muppets, yeah, yeah. On the Muppets office so, show. Was Miss Piggy was so jealous of? Okay, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. All right. So for my next one, and this is a this is a threefer. So Duke is Kermit. Come on, he has sure, to. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Which makes Robin Falcon. And <laughs> Constantine is Cobra Commander. Oh, the dark Kermit. <laughs> nice from the Muppets, uh, the second Muppets movie. Uh, yeah, because he's really the only really well, evil Muppet. But then you have well, there's there's other evil Muppets too. Mm-hmm. But um, but then you have now you've got the first GI Joe live action movie and some of the some of the big players in there with. Duke is Kermit and Baroness is Piggy. So you got the romance angle there and you have Constantine as Cobra Commander. So you have a little synergy between those three characters. That's just me spitting balls, doing spitballs. I'm trying to think uh, if there's a Scottish Muppet. I th- the plays I, the bagpipes. I feel like the elder pig from Pigs in Space has worn a kilt at some point. <laughs> so I'm going to say, <laughs> yes, Doctor Doctor yes. Julius Strangefork. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh well, you know what? In that case, then he's Doctor Mindbender. <laughs> Doctor Bunsen Honeydew was Doctor Mindbender. <laughs> he just needs a monocle. <laughs> so he would have a monocle and then just like nothing over here because <laughs> he has no eyes. <laughs> okay, well, we'll right. keep we'll keep this going as long as we can keep coming up with compelling answers. Christian, have you got another one? Well, instead of. Tomax and Zaymop being actual twins, let's replace them with Wayne and Wanda. Ah, uh, I like that. I wasn't wasn't going in that direction when I cast them. I went with Statler and Waldorf as, as the Crimson <laughs> oh. Twins. <laughs> okay, I but, like that. that better. But I got to take Christian's favorite character here because. None other than Pepe the King Prawn would play Shipwreck. That is true. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. And um, okay, 100% would be Destro. I am going in a different direction, actually. Gonzo would be Zartan, and the mm. Dreadnoughts would all be chickens. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> Okay, we need we need some more uh, Joes, I think. Well, we got we got you gotta have rock and roll, and who else you had to cast but Animal? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. What do we we got to check in? Let's check in with the the chat. Has got some great stuff in here. Uh, Janice is the Baroness. I have her as Scarlet. I don't know. I don't know. Uncle Uncle Spooky. I think is is Uncle there an Deadly. Uncle Spooky or is that Uncle Deadly? Uncle Deadly Uncle is Deadly. Destro. I actually like that a lot. Uncle Deadly is Destro, I think. Yeah, Uncle Deadly is, is a, good. good Destro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal is a Dreadnought. Um, Mandalorian Jedi. I'm way out of my league in this portion <laughs> of the conversation. We we all are, really. Well, 
you could really have like Dr. Teeth and and uh, <laughs> the Electric Mayhem just be the Dreadnoughts doing Cold Slither. Well, yeah, that's true. Some... <laughs> I, I like. That. Uh, yeah, Craig Dukas said that. Uh, um, okay, I really like Beaker as Tomax and Zamot. Me 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 me. Uh, and then Matthew Comstock, uh, Statler, and Waldorf own my firm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that uh, was uh, Wotage uh, suggested Beaker as Tomax and Zaymar. And uh, my, my my favorite casting, though, is Scrap Iron, Crazy Harry. Yes. yes. Yes, absolutely. Or would he be Firefly? He could be Firefly. I just, you know, but Firefly, I don't think of as liking to blow things up as much as Scrap Iron. So I don't know. Either or. Well, Scrap Iron invents robots. Firefly, literally, his job is to blow things up. That's true. Well, actually, depending on what your canon is, because yeah. Firefly's job is also to hide things in the back of G.I. Joe trailers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing else is jumping out at me. See, I, I like your Crazy Harry as Scrap Iron more, and I think Beauregard for Firefly because he's very good at making things fall apart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Who is uh would sweet would the Swedish chef be Roadblock? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. That's yeah, absolutely. That works. Um Nobody really throws anything. I was trying to find a role for uh, the, uh, Lou. What? Oh, you talking about Joe? Lou Zealand. Yeah, Lou Zealand. <laughs> but no, yeah, Joe's I was trying to find really... a, a Lou Zealand uh, yeah. analog. And All right, I was well, trying to think of a Fozzie because who's somebody who tells bad jokes? Fozzie's just chuckles just because of the name. Okay, there you I go. I mean, that's just and and put Fozzie. And could you in a imagine? Shirt. Yeah, he's got the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gold. You're good to go. Uh, all right, well, we got to wrap this thing up now. The HasLab <laughs> is at 8,102 backers. Uh, oh, wait, we've still got Joe and Tell. Have you guys got some Joe and Tell? I, do. I don't. Okay, that's fine, because mine is, we, we've, we've gone long enough. My, Noel, what well, mine got? is actually very relevant, so okay. I, so mine's going to be relevant to Joe Fest right now. So I can do one, if uh, even if no one else has one. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So are we doing Joe and Tell? Yes, we are doing Joe and Tell. Cool. So uh, that's what I get for sitting on the floor next to me. So as uh, we we mention every week, I am a member of the finest, the G.I. Joe Costume Club. And um, we uh, we like to do uh, some little finest inter interior merch for our members. So if you ever thought about becoming a, a member of the finest, uh, dressing up like your favorite G.I. Joe character? We have Garrison's chapters all over the United States, all over the world. We've got you know members in, in many countries. Uh, but we like to do a lot of things or we'll do, you know, T-shirts. Sometimes you'll see me wearing a finest T-shirt. Um, we've done, you know, we do like custom lanyards and things like that, hats. So uh, we recently... I have had this now in my possession for two weeks. This is our latest uh, finest mailer pack. This just showed up in my mail a couple weeks ago. Uh, just like this. I am one of those two oh, nice officers nice. in that picture there. Uh, That's my garrison, the Southern Command here in Georgia. But we were doing a finest costume club Python Patrol edition uh, merch. We got some uh, got some Python Vipers. 
We got our Python copper. Oh, is he on there? Yeah, there's our Python copperhead. Anyway, um, so I got some swag. What, what, what is it? This. It looks like a bag of things. Yes, this is. This is oh the mailer bag. So whoa. It's a bag of swag I was gonna open here. I have I, I am seeing this for the first time. Oh so, nice. Uh, don't don't cut yourself, please. No, I'm gonna try not to with this pair of scissors. Although if you do, that'll be going up on the socials. <laughs> All right. With a content warning. Noel Noel Emo Phillips himself live. <laughs> <laughs> So I have, uh, so basically a duplicate of this mailer bag. So now that I've damaged my mailer bag, I have oh, one nice. that's in, in perfect shape. So that's very nice. Uh, what else do I have in here? I have, da, 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 da. so this is, is everything in the bag. Oh, nope. There's something else in here. Oh, I got another mailer bag. So, so we got several of these. That's nice. That's nice to have. Cause I was like, I don't want to damage this bag. Well, and you got might our... want to mail a Python to somebody. Yeah. finest mail call so got a cool. nice little customized stamped uh envelope here a little bubble mailer i'm going to cut this one open compelling television guys well it is it's very exciting i don't know what this is going to be it's like an unboxing anticipation yeah. what if Ooh. it's like a python patrol thong <laughs> well there is there a pool at the uh, hotel <laughs> nice the mid so, of audible interlude calendar coming next year. Oh, little, that's awesome. Sergeant Slaughter pen. That's great. A Cobra Commander pen. Okay. Or my uh yeah, put those on my I have a, a NASA flash. sticker. Just a it's just a NASA <laughs> sticker. Okay. All right. Uh a, a finest costume club uh little foil sticker here. Very cool. Ah, another little uh Capture America's Legacies is an official NASA pin. So uh, my wife actually collects um, these types of pins. So uh, I'll put this up with her collection. And I think I have duplicates of a lot of this stuff because I ordered stuff for both my wife and I. So we do have a finest sticker here with Sergeant Slaughter on it. More of those. Got a, got a few more of those. But here's kind gonna, of the main event here. You're going to bring one to uh, Joe Fest, get him to sign it. Oh, who knows? Maybe so. You should. But uh, kind of the main event here is the finest lanyards. Oh, uh, nice. So I got some Python Patrol themed finest lanyards oh, here. That's so great. I will be rocking one of these uh, definitely at uh, Joe Fest. I also have some of these standard kind of slaughters, marauders finest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So a cool little bag of swag. Um so yeah, you you join the finest, you can get cool stuff like this too that be exclusive to finest members. And you can help us raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors, which I plug every week and we'll probably do at the end of this episode too. Absolutely. Uh well, speaking of swag, uh you do not have to be a member of anything. You just have to be at Joe Fest and you can get yourself a shirt like our friend ET is wearing right here. Uh no Sleepful Augusta. Friends. This is the Joe Fest tour shirt, uh, only available at Joe Fest. So you can buy it this weekend or never again. Uh, whatever we don't sell is going to be destroyed. Uh, they will not be available in any other form or fashion. Uh, we also have hats and buttons. 
And then we've got uh, just some giveaway buttons that we're going to have for the Big Joe Game Show. And then I have also got a brand new batch, <laughs> a set of Audible Interlude Force Brigade action <laughs> figures yes. to give away. Uh, you can get characters like Sloppy Joe, the artillery commander, uh, general purpose. Served in every branch of the military so he could be the best. Uh, stab master will stab <laughs> you. So we have uh, the whole collection of Force Brigade action figures that I will have with me uh, to give away at Joe Fest. And I, I got to, let's see, oh, wait, we've got to hang on. Uh, Matthew Comstock, if we bought our shirts directly from you, when do we get those? Uh, you can find me Friday, but for sure, Saturday morning at the uh, kickoff panel, uh, I will have them all there. But if, if you run into me Friday, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get it done. Uh, so yeah, Joe Fest is going to be awesome. We hope to see as many of you there as we can possibly see. Seek us out uh, 10, 15 a.m. on Saturday, the kickoff panel, 8 p.m. on Saturday, the big Joe game show. Uh, it is going to be awesome. We have tons of prizes. We've got tons of cool stuff uh, that you won't be able to get anywhere else. And I think that's all we got for tonight. Noel, you kind of already told us about the finest. Christian, where can we find your figure, figure photography online? You can find me on Instagram and Flickr.com under Legion Cub. Uh, and of course, you're watching this live on the Needless Things YouTube channel. We are here every other week with a live stream. Uh, but between those live streams, you can catch all kinds of toy reviews and other things here. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about Needless Things. Uh, and until this weekend, where we will see many of you live, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.